Remove the toxic people immediately because one toxic person can infect the entire organization fast. Play your game. Yeah. The reason the reason that we keep losing in in life in our games is because we're trying to play somebody else's. This is the Coaches Council, made up of six elite coaches dedicated to serving and ending personal struggle for high performers in business, health, and relationships. As a collective, we have built and helped build six, seven, and eight-figure businesses, dominate in multiple industries, coached and played in professional sports leagues, and developed some of the strongest and most intimate relationships, both professional and personal. This isn't your average podcast. It's for the hungry, the dedicated, the doers, for those that have a dream and truly want that dream to become reality. People who want to take action, leave their ego at the door, and own every level of their life. If that's you, then step into the Coach's Council as we rewrite the truths to living that high-performance life. Welcome back to another week of the Coaches Council, Pradeep. It's great to see you as always. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to this episode. We got a great topic here. 100%. So, quick story. I was on a call a couple days ago, and uh, I got on this call, and it, it, it started off really kind of different. The guy had a ton of energy coming in, and uh, it, was, it was one of those LinkedIn calls. Uh, it was an influencer in the space. I, if you were seeing me on uh, on video, it's with the quotations, um, and started to go off in this major form of negativity and bashing and um, very just blunt brute force. And I all of a sudden started to become aware of the energy in which I was showing up with. My anxiety rose. My uh, sense of frustration rose. My sense of my heart rate rose. And the clarity in which I was able to show up with, I, I suddenly started to feel like I was going in a circle. And without going into detail as to how the whole conversation went um, and, and where it went from there, it brought to me this level of awareness of how powerful the people you surround yourself with is to not only your mental health, but also the way in which you can go and, at and attack anything that you're looking to accomplish. And it can either be a buoy that holds you up and gets you closer to where you want to be, or really act as an anchor and pull you down and make you literally swim upstream for the hardest or the simplest tasks around. What, this guy got on your nerves? No, he didn't get on my nerves. <laughs> it was this, it, it literally just came to be like, man, I want positive people around me. I want people who are uplifting, who are empowering, who are empathetic, who are powerful in their own right, but do so while showing up with a, if you're going to win, I'm going to win too. And making sure that everybody in the circle, everybody involved can get some type of benefit out of it. Because there's so, and my passion's starting to come out here because I see it all the time where somebody shows up with a dream. I've got a, a couple clients we just got off the phone with. This week has been crazy with clients showing up. And I think it has a lot to do with 
the space in which we're in the, uh, the quarantine, we're getting close to holiday season. A lot of, um, some of the States have put out it warrants of saying, Hey, we shouldn't be doing, uh, Thanksgiving festivities or Christmas festivities with, with families. And they're sitting there and it's, these clients are coming and saying, I feel like my network is nothing. I feel like I'm missing interaction with people. I feel like I'm missing interaction with that positivity that's driving me towards creation, that's driving me towards um, uh, accomplishment, that's driving me towards uh, taking on uh, new battles, new challenges. And I, I don't know where to turn. I don't know where to go. And last week's episode with Jack, he talked right about that, about how if you want to go and create a million-dollar business, surround yourself with million-dollar business owners. If you want to go and get in great shape and be able to squat 405, go hang out with Jack and his friends because that's what they're going to do. And I guarantee you, you are going to be able to level yourself up there as well. And it, it, it kind of comes full circle back to this story that I started with where if you don't want to be negative, if you don't, if you want to get out of that, that just, <laughs> I, I have lack of a better word, that negative downward spiral that can happen, surround yourself with the people that you want. Surround yourself with the people that are positive. Surround yourself with the people that are striving for greatness. And at the, and at the end of the day, it's going to be a win, 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 win with everybody that you surround yourself with as well, but also with those that you touch. Yeah, man. I don't know what to say about that because if you look around society right now, 90% of people are, are in the down and out in terms of negativity. That's not just how society is, right? Most people are not positive. They're not that self-aware. They align themselves with other, you could say, negative people, especially with everything that's happening with COVID. I think that's just amplified the challenges that a lot of people are having. So I completely agree with you. I think who you surround yourself with is, is a critical thing from, from a coaching aspect, whether it's in business or on the personal side, it's important because, uh, you know, I have clients, for example, that you could, you could help them transition themselves, whether it's their identity, their belief system, or their stories that they're telling themselves. And if they go back into that same environment, they just go back to square one again. So, you know, this is important for people out there listening to understand is one of the biggest things that you can do to help yourself out of a tough situation is find the right people because you want people that support you in what you're doing. And on the flip side, you don't want people pulling you back into those old habits or the old ways of being. So actively go and seek out. I think if I take a look at what is the biggest factor that changes people's lives, it's who you hang out with. That ultimately is it. And it's... It, Unfortunately, you know, we, we talk about things like, okay, you can't choose your family, but you do get to choose your friends. When you get to a certain age, you get to, you get to choose who you hang out with. Everything is a choice, whether you make that conscious choice or not, because it's not always easy to say, hey, look, I want to hang out with this or, or I, I shouldn't hang out with this person because they could be a sibling. They could be a family member. They could be a business partner or an employee or whatever it is. Um, even a business, man, one of the things I tell people is remove the toxic people immediately because one toxic person can infect the entire organization fast. And yeah, it's so important. Every time you bring on a new employee, for example, you want to put them with someone who has a positive outlook on the company that is doing the right things. You don't want to put them with someone that is tainted, that has a low work ethic, that's not engaged because they're going to pick up on those habits right away. It's funny because I'm not... 
against unions. I, I used to be in a union. I used to run a large organization that had a lot of union people, but it's a mentality. You have some person come in that's super engaged, wanting to work hard. And then you have the other union people saying, Hey, slow down there, buddy, because you're making <laughs> this look bad. You're exactly right. And you can, I, I take the example, even back to my time in the national hockey league and any time that a rookie came on, any time a young kid came in the brand new draft who are you putting him with? You're putting him with the seasoned veteran. Bobby Ryan has literally housed different new players every single year simply because why? They want them to develop the habits that he has. Why did Sidney Crosby go live with Mario Lemieux? Why did Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner go live with Patrick Marlowe? Two of the best players that ever played the game, 25 years in the league, Stanley Cup winners, uh, captains of their teams for 10, 12 years, they want to go and they want them to have the positive effects, the positive habits, the positive mentality, the approach of a pro every single day to rub off on these kids that don't have the experience, are still looking to get there, are looking to strive to become those next ones. And we need to start to apply that more in our lives as well, instead of sitting and complaining about where we were at. And starting to put those boundaries in place and by understanding where those people live and living there more. That's, I think, one of the most powerful things with, with masterminds or uh, groups. Now, you can say that do you get as much out of it from the one-on-one coaching or whatever it may be, but there is something powerful when you are surrounded with a bunch of like-minded people that are trying to level up in a very unique way, showing up with a open mind, showing up with a positive mind, that attitude of, I'm going to absorb as much as I can because this is a place in which is structured for me to do so. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said about teams. You mentioned a lot about uh, sports, and, and that's important because those analogies, if we take a look at it, apply to all aspects of your life. You are constantly forming teams with other people. You are whatever that may be, whether that's your neighbor or that's someone else in your community, whether that's an employee, it, there's a team. If you're in a relationship with your spouse, you are a team. If you have kids, you are a team. So taking a look at it from that perspective is important and say, okay, who on my team is actually adding value to the team and what value are they adding? And are they actually holding the team back? Now you can't sit there and you can't say, hey, look, I'm going to fire my kid because they're not adding adding value to the team. But (laughs) you want to make sure that at least there's some understanding of what the expectations of the team are. And with any team, it requires strong leadership. So perhaps... You know, maybe you are that leader out there. Maybe you're that leader that's taking charge and saying, "Hey, look, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that whatever team I'm a part of, I'm, I'm gonna actually have a leadership role, or I'm, I'm gonna be the leader itself." But maybe there's an opportunity for you to be part of another team where someone else is a, a better leader or a stronger leader, and and to understand that it's okay to sometimes follow other people as well, and. What I'm basically saying is everything is a collaboration. If you try to be that sole, that lone ranger, you're not going to get very far. Uh, I can tell you that in business, you're not going to get very far. You're not going to get very far in your personal life. I see a lot of those challenges in relationships because I see even with couples, they try to be, you know, this whole concept of independent. 
Man, that, I don't know how many people that screwed up or how many relationships that screwed up for, for people because it's not about independence. It's about interdependence. We are, we are social beings. That's why so many people are ending up with anxiety now, depression now. Uh, talking to teachers, they're saying that the bigger, biggest challenge that they're having right now with kids because of all the events that are happening with COVID isn't the academics. It's the mental illnesses that they're challenged with, all the stuff that they're bringing from their families now because the families are challenged. So all of this stuff is important. We are social beings. We are driven to hang out with other people. Man, I'm dying to go out there and actually just go to a pub or a bar or something and have some drinks without like worrying whether I'm going to you know, get coughed on by someone or something like that. Like it's just uh, here in Canada, it's different because a lot of that stuff is, is closed, right? A lot of our bars now are closed. Uh, I know in some states, like in states in the US, a lot of that stuff is still happening. I don't know, man, as a Canadian, well, you're, you're technically a Canadian as well. I'm a Canadian adopted by America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's happening. But long story short, it's, it's, we are social beings and who we have in our tribes, who we have in our groups is so important. You can't underestimate that. And in fact, I, I think there should be a filter. I think there should be not necessarily a checklist, but something that you keep in mind where you have some criteria to say, okay, does this person align with my values? Does this person make me feel good? Is this person, you know, someone that can help me grow as an individual? And is there some kind of mutual, I'm not going to say benefit from the standpoint of, hey, you know, you're going to make money off each other, but that's why relationships last is because there's some mutual benefit. There's some value being exchanged, not monetary value, but something else. Some of my best friends, man, two of my best friends, uh, like, well, actually, there's three brothers, but two of them are hilarious as heck. They are like the funniest people I've ever met. And I just love hanging out with them just because they make me piss myself whenever <laughs> I'm with them. It just, uh, they're, they're literally the crack a joke about anything. And I'll just start laughing. And I'm, I just want to hang out with them because of that, because they're just up, uplifting and just laugh all the time. Those are the kinds of people you want to bring. Uh, bring into your circle and and all the other people you want to filter out. I don't know how you know Justin about you, but how often do we see people laugh these days, man? Oh my god, it is it is few and far between. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's crazy. Just simple laughter now, and I don't know if it's a result of the, the stuff that's happened with COVID or uh, you know other stuff like that. But man, we just need more laughter. Even the movies that you take a look at, all this reality TV crap, like what happened to the good old days, like the 80s and 90s when we had, you, you had those movies with, you know, John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, Canadians. But you know, like, <laughs> like the, the, the guys, you know, movies were just about laughter. You don't get that very much anymore. Hey, Coaches Council listeners. Coaches Council is partnered with Canai Brands, a trusted sport, fitness, and wellness CBD company. And to be honest, I've been using Canai Sleep All Natural CBD Oil for probably the last two and a half years. And the spray specifically has been able to help me get a good night's sleep and truly affect the way I show up every single day to optimize my performance. And that's just not my own personal take on it because I track my sleep every day with the Whoop Band and have been able to see the trends that have happened. 
my deep REM sleep has improved, my slow wave sleep has improved, my overall recovery has improved, my HRV is on the upward trend, all the things that we are looking for as entrepreneurs and executives to optimize our performance day in, day out. So their products are trusted by professional athletes and coaches just like us on the council alike. So be sure to check out their website at canibrands.com. That's C-A-N-I-B-R-A-N-D-S.com. And use the code COACHES20 for 20% off all products just like Can I Sleep and other CBD solutions to help with pain, inflammation, energy, mental focus, and anxiety. Now back to the show. And, and you know what? It's, it goes back to something we talked about probably a, a good couple months ago. But it's almost like it's about the, the suffering Olympics where <laughs> the harder you have it, the the, the more serious you are, the, the harder life is for you, the more struggle you're under, it, you're, you're, it's like a badge of honor. People are wearing it as a badge of honor. Uh, it, it's it's the, the hustle porn, the anger porn. It's the new addiction to what we're at. It's, we want to suffer. And that's that, 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 that right that we've earned a letter in some way, shape, or form in life rather than, you know what? Give yourself a smile. Smile to the person next to you. How, when I want everybody to sit there where they are right now. Pradeep brought up an unbelievable point. When's the last time that you laughed uncontrollably with your spouse? <laughs> When's the last time you laughed uncontrollably with your kids? When's the last time you've laughed uncontrollably with somebody in your office, whether it's over Zoom or whether it's actually physically present with them? going to leave this just silent for a second because you're probably still thinking (laughs) it's it's wild and we wonder why we're having such a difficult time with showing up in a positive way yeah man it's a disease i you know personally myself what i ended up doing about three weeks ago is i actually uh stopped posting on facebook like we still have our business stuff that we post and and this podcast will be promoted on Facebook, but I stopped posting because I was just looking at the feeds and I was like, man, this is just all garbage now. Like it was just, I, I couldn't, so much negativity. I was like, I just can't deal with it. And then I honestly just deleted the Facebook app from my phone. Like I have no desire to even go on there and I feel so much better. We talk about this and I think we've talked about being addicted to technology and and social media, but it's about time that I think that we stand up and say something needs to be done about this. Think about this. We have guys like Mark Zuckerberg that are billionaires that are making like billions off the, I'm not going to say suffering of other people. Yeah. There's people that are benefiting, but for the far majority of social media, Justin, what what would you estimate is positive versus negative? Oh, five to 95. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think it's the same, man. People, every Tom, Dick and Harry is voicing their complaint right now. hundred percent. And it's not going anywhere because we think that sitting there on Facebook or Instagram and complaining about stuff is actually going to get the government to change things or change society. No, it starts at home, right? It starts in your communities. It starts with that. If you're going to post anything, post something positive. You know, I, I had a I had a conversation with my wife. My wife is like just such an innocent soul. Like she is, she is the most naive and innocent soul I've I've ever met. 
Um, and she was posting stuff on, on social media and, uh, my wife likes fancy stuff. And, uh, and she, she posted a couple of things and, and I actually, I just sat, sat there and I said, you can't do that anymore. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I just, I'm happy that I got this. And I just wanted to share it with my friends. I said, yeah, that's great. You're sharing it with your friends, but what about all the other girls that are following you that don't have the ability to purchase the stuff that you purchase or live the life that you live? Like, it's great to say that, but there's other people out there that just aren't as fortunate that are looking at that and saying, now my life kind of feels like I suck or it sucks that much more because I can't live up to that. That is one of the biggest things, especially with women, Justin. Now, if we take a look at what the impact is on people's confidence and all this kind of stuff, it's it's having a big challenge. But I, I think, you know, maybe I'm sounding like I'm rambling here, but I think this really has to hit home for some people. I think a lot of people are realizing it. I think there's a lot of parents out there realizing it because we have kids that are running around with smartphones and they're on social media. And we're like, why the heck does a 12 year old have to be on Facebook? Like they got school, they can interact with their friends. Then they don't need to come back and, and interact with them after that. You can, well, you know what? But parents are saying it's okay to do that these days, right? So-and-so down the street allows their kid to do that. So why shouldn't I? But there's a time we got to step up and say, that's not ideal. You're exactly right. And it goes back to setting those boundaries. It goes back to setting the boundaries in the people that you're around and what you take in. You, you said you deleted the Facebook app right off your phone. Well, that's a boundary that you've set. You no longer have that temptation. You no longer have that opportunity. And the other thing that you, you, you brought up was people are comparing themselves with people down the street. Well, this is what the Johnsons are doing, or this is what uh, the, uh, the Sangas are doing. It doesn't matter. Play your game. Yeah. The reason, the reason that we keep losing in, in, life in our games is because we're trying to play somebody else's. Hey, you know what? That's a really good point. Whose freaking game are we trying to play here? Like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, are we playing Mark Zuckerberg's game? Are we playing Trump's game? Whose game are we trying to play here? Like, how do we, it's a question for you, actually. How do we actually create our own game? Where do we go back to those days where family units actually paid attention to family units and what was important to them as a family? We need to take a step back we need to pause and we need to figure out what our game is because I don't think we have clarity on what our game is. And the moment that we get clarity on what our game is, what our purpose, what our mission, what our focus is, that's where we start driving. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Nobody knows the rules of your game better than you do. Nobody knows the moves that you need to make in order to succeed at your game better than you do. Because guess what? Your values, your purpose, and your mission are all going to drive the moves that you make. So you may not even know what they are today, but guess what? You'll know what they are tomorrow. You'll know what they are the next day because what's happening in front of you, the more clear you get, the more focused you get, the more energized you get, the more passionate you get, it creates that clarity for you and that you can not lose at your game, but you sure as hell can lose on somebody else's. Mm, really good point. I think that's really, really, uh, that's got to hit home, man. You're absolutely right because we're playing everybody else's game, not our own. And so as you guys are sitting there, as you're listening to this, think about what your game is. Where does your game start? Have you even thought about that? When's the last time you laughed 
in your game? When's the last time you got joy from your game? Are you seeking joy from somebody else's game? Somebody else's joy might be temporary, but how do you seek sustainable, long-term joy, long-term fulfillment, long-term passion, long-term purpose from anybody else's game other than yours? And I want you to think about what you need to do to come back to your game. These three questions, what is your purpose? What are your core values? And what is your mission? What result do you want to see happen? And forget about all the noise that's out there. Forget everybody else's game and stick to yours so that you can create the steps and actionable items that are going to get you further along so that you can win at your game. So as you guys go forward, I want you to stay hungry. I want you to stay humble. And I want you to play your game because nobody else is going to win at your game better than you. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of the Coaches Council. If it wasn't for you viewers and listeners, we wouldn't have a platform. So again, it's all about you guys. And we want to give you a reward just for listening. We want to give you access to each one of our coaches for a little bit deeper, intimate experience. So if you go to coaches-council.com, coaches-council.com, subscribe and like to whatever platform you're viewing on, you're going to be entered to have that one-on-one experience. So be sure to go coaches-council.com and really interact with us because we would love to interact with you. Until then, stay safe, stay hungry, stay humble, and thanks for listening.